Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Welcome back to Energy Analyst Talk. I'm your host, Jake Wright, and today I'm joined again by Andrew Reed, who will discuss how the OPEC Plus extension upends Russia's juggling act in foreign crude markets. So Andrew, when you characterize Russia's production quota and crude exports as a juggling act, what exactly does that mean? Well, Jake, what I mean by that is Russia has cut its production by quite a bit in May, but they really didn't cut their crude oil exports that much. But this isn't something that they can sustain for long. So, you know, this extension uh, that uh, obligates them to keep production at current levels through July will really upend that whole juggling act. And what's happening with Russia's crude exports? Well, uh, here's the thing. Exports, uh, you know, typically... A few months back, Russia was exporting about 5.2 million barrel day, barrels a day of crude. But uh, when crude production fell by 2 million barrels a day, crude exports only fell by 800,000 barrels per day, so less than half that amount. And so uh, the quota hasn't had nearly as big an impact on exports as it has on actual production. And of course, the reason for that is because of domestic refining activity, which uh, has collapsed due to the, uh, the virus impact on gasoline demand. Now, you just mentioned refining activity. What is the state of the refining sector and gasoline demand? Well, uh, in Russia, refiners typically process close to 6 million barrels a day of crude. And from the perspective of the domestic product markets, the priority is always keeping the gasoline market well supplied. But as we know, coronavirus has caused gasoline use to fall quite a bit. And indeed, gasoline demand really bottomed out uh, in early May. And as that happened, refining activity also fell. For example, in May, refiners process just under 5 million barrels per day of crude. So that's a 1 million barrel a day cut to crude processing rates. The thing is, gasoline demand in the second half of the month started to recover. So even by the end of May, throughput is already on the ascent. So if, say, the second week of the month, throughput was down around 4.7 million barrels per day, that was was bottom. Uh, They were already back well above 5 million barrels per day at the end of May and entering June. So clearly the throughput levels are rising as gasoline demand comes up. And uh, what's even more interesting about that is gasoline stocks were actually quite depleted at the end of May. They were at unusually low levels. And so clearly this gasoline is gonna have to be generated by the refineries. Uh, You have a strong incentive for uh, more crude processing on the domestic market. And just in case the oil companies haven't figured this out, the energy ministry is concerned and has publicly called on them to make sure they produce enough gasoline to keep the market well supplied. So with crude demand rising, uh, that has real implications, of course, for Russia's crude exports. So what should we expect next? Well, uh, if in May, Russia exported 4.4 million barrels per day, and as I said, that's about 800,000 barrels a day less than usual, At least entering the month, oil companies were expecting to export a similar amount in June. Now, the only way that's possible is by uh, drawing down stocks a bit. And indeed, uh, there has been some confirmation that companies are going to cut deliveries to refiners and let them increase throughput by drawing down 
their crude inventories. But as gasoline demand recovers, you know, it could be that uh, they'll have to adjust plans along the way and allocate even more crude to the domestic market. So while the tentative plan is to keep exports the same at 4.4 million barrels a day, you know, they, they could even fall a bit uh, compared to that as the month goes on. What gets interesting though, is with the extension of the cut into July, you're gonna to continue to have throughput growth. And if production doesn't change, that means less exports. So maybe May and June, Russian crude exports bottom out of 4.4 million barrels a day, but with the extension into July, what we're thinking is probably in July, you're gonna see exports fall another seven or 800,000 barrels per day. So we're talking about getting down around 3.7 million barrels a day or so, you know, and if Russia is 100% compliant, they could be even less, more like say 3.5 million barrels per day. So the longer Russia keeps production at current levels, the more exports fall? Uh, that's absolutely right. Uh, again, they usually process about closer to 6 million barrels per day, uh, but just getting halfway back to that level is, is going to really divert some crude from the foreign market. And that's going to be felt in Europe more than anywhere else because uh, the swing volumes of Russia's crude surplus tend to show up in the seaborne Urals export from the Baltic and Black Seas. And you know, if typically those volumes were 2 million barrels per day uh, a few months back, in May that amount fell to 1.3 million barrels per day. It might stay the same in June, but you know, come July, that's going to collapse to uh, much less than a million barrels per day, depending how Russia reallocates volumes from other directions. So there's your juggling act, and uh, it's not going to last much longer. Russia's crude exports are finally going to have to fall uh, in line with their production cuts. Well, it goes without saying, market developments are moving fast, and we'll be sure to sit back and watch. Me too. Thanks, Jake. Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy.